Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to our Sunday School celebration. We're joined again today by family from around the world and from friends all across the country, and you are all very welcome. Our service this morning will be led by the children and the staff of our Sunday School, including Emma, Bethany and Freya, as well as our Minister Katrina. We'll be singing along with recordings of ourselves again, and among the musicians, uh, we'll hear our Paul, of course, but also Freya and Sarah on the ukulele, Leo on keyboard, and Yang Yang on violin. And we'll also hear a new piece of music composed by Sarah for this morning. Just a reminder that at 7 p.m. this evening, the Baptist Union of Scotland will be hosting the next uh, prayer broadcast on Facebook Live. Uh, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Scottish Baptist forward slash live, you'll find it there at 7 p.m. Uh, just one little piece of family news. Um, you may have already noticed that tomorrow evening at 9 p.m., BBC4 Television are showing the first in a series of three documentaries entitled Art of Persia. This is a series of documentaries on the culture and history of Iran, and it will help us to understand more about the country of our Iranian friends. So that's 9pm tomorrow on BBC4 television, and if you can't see it then, it will also be on iPlayer. Next Sunday morning, we'll gather again for worship at 11am, uh, but as I always say at this point, if between now and then you need help with essential shopping or the collection of a prescription, all you have to do is give me a ring or drop me an email. These are all our notices. Thank you, Anne. There's a saying attributed to Ignatius of Loyola, founder of the Jesuits. Give me a child until they are seven and I will show you the adult. And there's another saying for which I cannot find an attribution that says, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think each of these contain truth, that childhood experiences are formative and that formative formation takes place best in community. I came across a contemporary translation of Proverbs 22 verse 6 that says this, Start children off the way they should go, and even when they're old, they won't turn from it. In the community that is Hillhead Baptist Church, we rejoice in the presence of children and young people, and we seek to play our part in helping them to discover the values and faith that will sustain them for their entire lives. And so with that in mind, we're going to sing one of our favourite hymns, All Are Welcome in this place. 
Lord God, loving God, we bring you a teaspoonful of prayers. Small prayers, just a few words, most of them in our hearts, not out loud. And we know that you who hear and see everything are so glad that we want to pray to you. T is for thank you. As we think back over the past days, there have been things that have been lovely. Moments when we smiled or laughed. Times when we saw something beautiful. We ate something tasty. We heard something interesting and many, many more. And so in a few moments of silence, we remember some of them and in our hearts say, thank you, loving God. S is for sorry. As we think back over the past days, maybe there are things that make us feel sad or sorry. Maybe we said something unkind or we did something selfish. Maybe we watched or listened to the news and realised that we are part of structural or societal sin and we don't quite know what to do about that. Maybe we're rightly angry about injustice and we need to tell you that. So in a few moments of silence, help us to notice what is wrong or broken, what needs to be confessed or forgiven, and to say in our hearts, sorry, loving God. P is for please. As we come to pray, it's quite easy to bring a list of things we want from you, for ourselves, for our families, for our nation, for people like us. But that's not really what this part of the prayer is meant to be. As we say, Please, loving God, we join our own voices with those of all the other people who've ever tried and all the people who are now trying to follow Jesus. And so we say in our own first languages, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our reading today is from Mark chapter 10. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hand on them, but the disciples rebuked them. 
when Jesus saw this, he was very angry. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them and blessed them. So as you can see from our video, even through these slightly unusual times, Sunday school is still going strong. The Bible reading we have just heard read so beautifully by some of the young members of our congregation is one which we felt was very applicable at the moment, especially with so many of them contributing to this service through the readings, through music, or through helping with the organization. Past few months have been pretty confusing and bewildering for us all, facing something very unknown. I know there have been moments myself when I've just wanted to be told what to do, preferably by a grown-up, and that will make it all okay. And in that sense, we've all reverted to a more childlike frame of mind, and that's okay. Being able to draw on what our children can teach us has never been more important. Taking pleasure in the small things like playing games, doing quizzes or jigsaws, being honest and vulnerable about how we're feeling, and even sometimes just having a wee cry or a tantrum if we feel like we need to. They're all actions that have helped some of us. And they remind us of how fortunate we are that we have a thriving young church to ensure that we all remember how to be children. Equally looking at the events of the past few weeks, the innocence with which our children see the world without prejudice is something that needs to be remembered the world over. And though there have been some very tough and confusing things happen over the past year, now feels like a very important time to be celebrating our youth and the change they can bring in the world. So over the past year, we have been able to welcome new visitors, watch our young people grow and develop, and we've been able to have lots of fun and games while learning about God. Some of you might not know this, but this has all been continuing during virtual church as well. Myself, Beth and Freya have been sending out lesson plans each week to parents with crafts and activities for after the service or whenever during the week they can do it. Freya has come on recently to assist and it's been really nice having a new perspective on things from her. So through doing this we've tried to keep some kind of continuity and a sense of community. So in the spirit of sharing and learning from our young people, rather than try and do a reflection, we thought this morning that we would instead share with you abbreviated versions of some of our virtual Sunday schools, just to give you a better idea of what we've been looking at. It won't be very deep theological discourses, so if that's what you're here for, I'm very sorry, but that's not really what we do in Sunday school. But hopefully, through the simple language and the messages, everyone will be able to take something away. We'll each share an aspect that we've been looking at, but first we sing with our microphones muted, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord. <laughs> 
lesson we wanted to share with you was called the hairs on our head and it started off with a bit of a caveat because we all know that God has made us talented and unique and we can do amazing things but this week we started with a few challenges that some people might find a bit difficult because they're meant to be hard so that's okay. So the first challenge was can you touch your nose with your elbow and most people can't do that. Apparently one in every 200 or so can, so we might have one or two. The second challenge was, can you wiggle your ears? And I actually can wiggle my ears, but it's quite a lot of pressure doing it in front of everyone. But my mum will tell you that I can. And challenge three, was can you touch your nose with your tongue? I can, I need a little bit of help. So as our final challenge, a counting challenge, we said, how many of you think you could count how many bits of pasta are in this jar? For people on the phone, I'm very sorry, but there's a jar with bits of dried pasta in. I think most of us probably could manage it. It's quite a lot. There's 160 in this jar I counted this morning. It might take a bit of time, but most of us can manage that. What about counting the grains of rice in this cup? That might take a bit longer. 
I think you'd be very patient and you'd have to be very good at counting to do that. What about counting the greens in a cup of sand, for example? Or what about counting the stars in the sky? Do you think anyone could count them? In fact, there are millions and millions of stars in the sky and scientists and astronomers can spend their whole lives trying to count them all, but they never will. Our final counting challenge, what about trying to count the hairs on your head? Does anyone want to give that a shot? Pretty quickly you'll find it's impossible, probably not helped by the fact that most of us haven't had a haircut in quite a while. But even with loads of mirrors behind you so you could see the back and all sorts of fancy combs, you can't do it. So there are certain things that we can't do or we can't know about. But the Bible tells us that with God, all things are possible. Matthew chapter 10 verse 30 says, and even the hairs on your head are numbered. What does that mean? It means that God knows every last hair on our head, even if we can't count them ourselves. Jesus is telling his disciples when he said this, they don't need to be afraid or worry. God knows everything about us and cares about every tiny part of us. He knows if we can touch our nose with our tongue and if we like vegetables or not, and if we're any good at football, and he loves us knowing all of these things. And at the same time, he can count every single star in the sky. He knows each and every one while still knowing each hair on our head. And Beth's going to talk us through a few of the other lessons we were looking at. So as Emma said, throughout this, we've been continuing to do Sunday school. And while I was making up the lessons, it reminded me of how much I loved that we would have discussions in Sunday school and they would ask great questions, sometimes hard questions, but good questions. And we would have great times of telling stories about what they've done during the week. But also it's been given us the opportunity to maybe look for new resources and look for different ways of doing Sunday school. And Katrina pointed us in the direction of Baptists Together. And that's where I discovered Engage Worship, who were producing activities to make sure that people were still engaging and the great work of God even during these times. So it helped me produce this lesson on God's rainbow covenant. And as we know, the rainbow has become a great symbol during this time, as people were drawing and painting and even chalk coloring in the walls of their houses to show their support for the health service and key workers. But it's also a great thing for us as people who follow God to look at the rainbow and remember God. And the reason that we can think of God is because it represents the promise that he made to Noah and to the earth. And we know Noah from the story of the great flood and the ark, when he listened and helped God when it looked like no one else would. And because of this and how Noah continued to be there for God and please God, even after the flood, he wanted to show him how much he loved Noah and all that were on the earth. And he promised that he would never destroy the earth like he had done with the flood. And he placed a rainbow into the sky. And from the Bible we hear, Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. 
So how lucky are we that we not only get to see rainbows across the country for people that are working so hard to keep it functioning, but that we can also remember God at this time and know that he is to love us and to protect us. So although we didn't get to discuss the story like we might have done, I did get to see some of the lovely artwork that people had done of rainbows. So I'm going to share that with you now. So this was a great artist that had gone about doing rainbows in funny ways and I thought the children might do quite well. So we had Esther done her hair in a great colour and Bonnie's lovely one on a window. And I think David and Esther had done the one on the right as well. And we also learned about Queen Esther and how she loved to pray and it helped her with God. And we thought about God's creation and the great things that he'd done. And also a donkey for Palm Sunday, which Emma does great at. And also praying with your fingers, which we're going to hear about from Freya later on. past few terms, Sunday School looked at the Lord's Prayer as well as different ways that we can pray. We spoke about how it's sometimes hard to know how to pray, what to say or if you're doing it the right way. Even Jesus' closest friends, the disciples, wanted to know how to pray. 
The disciples were with Jesus all the time and were with him when he went to pray and heard his prayers to God as well. Yet they still weren't sure how they were supposed to do it. One thing we learned from looking at what Jesus told us about prayer is that we can keep our prayers simple. God listens to us no matter if our prayers are long or short, and if you don't have the right words, God knows what we mean, even if we don't use fancy words. We also learn about how we can pray anywhere, even if we just need a little reassurance or help. During virtual Sunday school, our prayer lesson was more about prayer can help us all during this strange time. We told a story about someone who didn't go to church, but who took solace from the fact that they knew friends were praying for them and asked questions like, why is it important to pray even when we aren't together? One idea to help us pray if we didn't know what to say was to use our fingers to help us pray. Each finger represents a person to pray for, so you can go through them one by one using them as prompts. The thumb represents your family and friends because it's closest to you. Pointing finger represents those who teach or help others. Some people say this is because it's the pointing, telling off finger, but we prefer to think of it as a pointing finger to show you the way to go. The middle finger represents leaders in our communities because it's the tallest. And the ring finger shows people who need our help. This is the least strong finger, so needs the other fingers as support. And last but not least, the little finger represents ourselves. Thank you, Freya. And that's a brilliant way of leading us into our prayers this morning. And we're going to use that finger prayer pattern for our prayers for others and for each other. I can't promise simple words because I've put a few big ones in just to keep the grown-ups happy. But if you want to use littler words in your head or no words at all, that's fine. If you would like to, you don't have to, but if you would like to, um, it might be helpful just to use one of your hands to in turn, as I mention it, touch or hold the finger that we're relating to, but it's entirely up to you. Uh, whatever feels comfortable. So if you want to pray with your eyes open, with your eyes shut, however is best for you, you do that. Loving God, who holds all creation safely in your hands, we come to you now with our finger prayers. We start by holding or touching or thinking about our thumb. The one finger that points the other way from the others. And because of that, enables us to do many things that we couldn't do otherwise. And it's the first finger. The one nearest to us when we fold our hands together, reminding us to pray for our family and friends. And we thank you for our families, the people with whom we share our homes or those who live near enough that we can meet them in gardens or parks, but also those we can only see on Zoom or FaceTime. Please help us to be kind and loving to each other and to keep in mind anyone who can't go outside at the moment because they're shielding, or who doesn't have any family or friends to meet up with here in Glasgow. From our own church, we pray for Paul F and Helena, for Lily, Clifford, Jean and Walter, Paul and Rico, Ailey, Leo, Katrina H and Ben, and for Rachel. 
You, God, know and love each of these friends. You know when they feel sad or lonely or overwhelmed. And you're with them even if they can't feel it. So please hold them safe and give them your peace. Next, we move on to our index finger or pointing finger and pray for those whose work is to help others, especially those who teach and those who care. We pray for all whose work is in education, in universities, colleges, schools or nurseries, as they prepare carefully to welcome back new classes in just a few weeks time in a very different environment from the one they knew. And we pray for those who lead our creche, Sunday school and Bible class, working so hard to keep things going online. We pray for all who work in care settings, hospitals, surgeries, nursing and care homes, as they continue to balance risk and provide the best care for everybody without prejudice or preference. And we think of other frontline workers too that often are not seen. They simply get on with the work of keeping premises secure, driving buses or taxis, serving in shops or maintaining law and order. Keep them safe, hold them in your hands. We move to our middle finger, the tallest one, which reminds us of those who lead our communities. We pray for those who serve as members of the Scottish and UK parliaments, those who represent our own areas and those whose role is wider. Please give them wisdom and compassion, clarity of thought, and the ability to balance complex and sometimes competing demands in ways that really seek to achieve the best for everyone. We move on to our ring finger and think of people whom we love but perhaps don't know and who need our help. Reminded that we're part of a wide network of Baptist believers, we pray for the congregations in Easter House, Elgin, Ellen and Erskine, each seeking to serve their own communities and facing different challenges to keep in touch at this time. May they find the energy that they need to keep on keeping on. BMS World Mission asks us to focus our thoughts on Afghanistan, where projects centre on providing water supplies, sanitation, healthcare and safe birthing practices. They can't even give us the real names of those who partner with them, because to do so would be unsafe. And the global pandemic has forced many of them to leave the nation they, and people they have come to love. We pray that you would watch over them wherever they are and continue to keep safe those who work in the health-giving projects already begun. 
and last the little finger. The secret prayers of our own hearts. In a few moments of stillness and silence, let us bring to God the people and the places, the questions and the concerns that are important to us, whether anybody else knows it or not. Eternal God, you are our dwelling place and your arms are underneath and around us. Please accept our prayers and show us where and how we may be part of the answer. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. to Sarah for that that was really beautiful so this year we obviously can't present the children gifts in person but hopefully something should have been delivered this week to all the children as a thank you from the church for giving so much fun energy and excitement if anyone's hasn't arrived let me know and I'll look into it after the service we thought, given the moment, um, it was quite important to have fun presents. So hopefully some of the books are more Bible-based and some of them are more about adventure. Some of them are more about how we care for our planet. And we really just wanted to give the children something fun. So we thought it was still really important to recognise that each person has contributed so much to our church. 
Um, so as I say their names, if we can give a big round of applause with our microphones muted. And maybe if you hear your name, you can give everyone a big wave. So first of all, we have the crèche, made up of Owen, Ethan, Idris, Casper, Kurt, and Jensen. And then moving on to Sunday school, we have David, Esther, Bonnie, Michael, Bobby Lee, Badia, Benjamin, Nikan, and Nikia. And we also have a really strong Bible class made up of Freya, Sarah, and Ailey. So hopefully you can all enjoy your gifts from the church over the next few weeks um, and think of us as you eat them. Let's pray. God, we thank you for bringing together all these young people with all their enthusiasm to play and learn, with their quickness to laugh and to cry, with their kindness and their innocence. We thank you for all that they give to the church and that we may in turn contribute to their development and growth. Amen.
just before the final blessing, how can we not express our thanks to Emma, to Bethany and to Freya, who have just led us so beautifully. And of course, to all our young people, can we just do our one sign that we all know in British Sign Language and give them a big round of applause. And so may God bless us with childlike hearts and minds, eager to learn, discover and grow. May God free us from childish habits and ideas so that we can become the children of God we were made to be. And may God bless us with the confidence and courage to follow Jesus day by day, step by step, until all is made new in God's kingdom of Shalom. Amen. <laughs>